honestly, never mind. I made a post about two days ago on Instagram where I covered my thoughts on the album as far as how how it's grown on me over the past month. Now, the thing is, over here on the podcast, whenever I want to elaborate on something or go on a tangent or, you know, the usual stuff I do on here, it's usually at my own pace. I'm able to get what I need to say off pretty well. No rush. But attempting to make that 60 second reel honestly took a lot of work. I was just like, wait a minute, how do I bring all these points in together into 60 seconds and not flesh them out? But I wanted to say that for those of you listening to me on here, Vivin Nectar, follow me on the gram. For those of you that follow both, y'all special. Y'all a different breed. Good shit. And ultimately, I wanted to talk about it here. A bit more passive, laid back, obviously, without a 60-second timer in the back of my head. I'm going to be experimenting on the gram as far as how I'm going to be handling reels and content. I don't know if I'm going to be dancing and doing those lip syncs. I, I can't say I'll never do that. But come the day I'm over here doing that, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm here. This is, this is where I'm at with it. But honestly, never mind. When it first dropped, I wasn't in the right mindset to listen to a dance album. Warriors just got done winning their fourth ring, an incredible game. And that in itself, I, I was hyped. I was pumped. Knowing Drake was about to drop it, it sort of reminded me of 2019. It wasn't a project. But when he dropped the single with Rick Ross, Money in the Grave, I remember listening to it. I want to say, at, during yeah, I think it dropped during the Warriors and Raptors. Anyhow, I remember watching the game, listening to the track, and it just became the soundtrack for that day, for that night. And anytime I think of, you know, look back into that playoff series, Money in the Grave is tied into that memory. So here I am, leaving the bar, Warriors, one again, Curry, fourth ring. By the way, just a quick recap. Y'all really doubted the Warriors. If anybody here was watching the game or, you know, watches ball, if you doubted the Warriors winning the championship, I don't know what y'all been drinking. Anyhow, so on the, on the way home, that's whenever I listened to it. And then, of course, one thing that I mentioned on the Instagram reel was the intro now, being if y'all if y'all know if you're a fan of Drake, you understand that his albums start off incredibly strong. Whether we're talking about intro tracks such as "Over My Dead Body," whether we're talking about "Legends," Two Skin Leather," you guys understand where I'm coming from. Two Skin Leather" that was the intro for "Nothing Was the Same," right? Oh, God, please don't tell me my memory's off. I got to go check real quick for you guys. Please don't tell me nothing was this. Two Skin Leather was not the intro. Let me find out. And of course, Apple Music wants to take 10 years. It was. All right, my memory's, memory's not foggy on that. But going on from there, the intro being a 36-second beat, I was like, this was already different. This was different from the stuff we're used to. You're not starting off the album with a crazy banger. So, something ain't right. And then, of course, going on into Texco Green. If I remember, if I remembered the track list in itself, right? No, Falling Back. From Falling Back, obviously the vibe was completely different. This wasn't Aubrey. This wasn't Drizzy Drake. This wasn't an insert, another nickname for Drake. This was a completely new 
new side, new persona we got on here. Ibaza Drake, House Drake. Yeah, those weren't good nicknames. With that, I wasn't ready for it, and neither was my blood pressure or my heart rate, heart rate, heartbeat. So it was a bit conflicting. Right now, I'm zero to one hundred driving home, hyped as hell. Wasn't drunk, wasn't even tipsy, but there was alcohol in my system at a certain point. So I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling nice. And I I wasn't in the mood to dance. I don't think any of us were ready to dance, but for the select few people out there that just so happened to listen to this house music, this style of music, I also happens to be a Drake fan. The second they flipped this, they were like, wow, <laughs> it, it couldn't have been any any better for those people. Shout out, y'all. Y'all probably had a great transition from whatever you were vibing to going to this Drake album. I feel like 99% of everybody else, including you, is just like, what the hell? So aside from the environment, what I'm traditionally used to when it comes to a Drake album, it just, it wasn't meshing in well. Now, I think I got maybe into Currents. Before I ended up skipping to Jimmy, Jimmy Cooks with 21. Because I was just like, damn, is the whole project going to be like this? And one thing that it reminded me of at first were two songs, actually. Signs and Summer Games. Signs, I believe, throughout 2017. It premiered at the Louis Vuitton show. I remember waiting for it. I believe the live stream or video of that live stream to show that way I could listen to signs. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing all this. Just listen to a track. But I did. And it also reminded me of Summer Games in Scorpion. Drake's 2018 Scorpion. I don't know why I'm wording it like that. Just I felt like a book real quick. 2018 Scorpion. Anyhow, it reminded me of those two tracks. Now, I love signs. There I say that might be a top. 20 Drake track. I know I said 20. I'm not going to say 10. It's, it's a lot of good Drake tracks out there that cracked the top 10 slot. Summer Games, on the other hand, I have no idea. I have no idea what that man was thinking. But that energy he had making Summer Games, I felt to hear. I felt to hear. So anyways, that initial first 24 hours, went home, you know, talked talk, talk to the boys. What's our thoughts? I wasn't vibing with it. Next days, you know, the following day, Try to give it a chance. And some of y'all might think I'm joking when I say I listen to the album backwards. But, you know, aside from me saying how disappointed I was going through the track list and just start off with a highlight, I did because I found liability, liability to be a really solid track after Jimmy Cooks. They didn't go straight into the dance vibe. It was, you know, sort of like them slowed, slow tracks on YouTube. Like, you know, they get a... Regular track, but then they slowed it down, add some reverb. And the pitch, having Drake's voice pitched down was not as shocking as the dance, but it felt like I was listening to one of them slowed reverb kind of tracks. And I've listened to various Drake songs in that kind of tempo and pitch. So I was like, okay, this feels like a official, like an official remix to a song that hasn't been released Y'all know what I mean? So I was like, all right. So I was already warmed up going there. And then Tide Birds, Downhill, Overdrive. I was getting into the vibe. I might have been dancing a little bit. Got some LED lights. Close the blinds. You know, pop a tab. No, I didn't pop no tab. This isn't a rave. But it was from there, 
day after day, that's when I really started enjoying it. Now, it, it also helps that some of the memes that came out of this had me dying. I was like, all right, it's putting me in a cheerful mood and getting adjusted from that initial, you know, I was expecting something aggressive. You know, when we talk about finals week, what I'm used to with the intro to the curveball, going into a whole new different genre of music, I was really vibing with it. I started falling in love with Flight's book. Massive is pretty, pretty nice as well. Calling my name. Now, originally when I heard him just yelling back in the background, you know, that pussy's calling my name. I was like, what? Really? That's what we don't, that's what we doing for the hook. But I couldn't stop singing it. Like, I still can't stop singing it. <laughs> I still can't. I've been going behind my girls just singing that. She's like, could you please stop? And I was just like, I can't help it. It's catchy. The bed creaking on currents. It didn't feel as dated. I didn't think it was that cringy either. Now, I'm not saying because everybody else thinks it was cringy, but when I heard the bed creaking, I'm like, okay, this is different. It sounded a bit dated, but I feel that's coming from me. It reminds me of bed with Wale and was it Sierra? I'm not sure. You know, is it bad that you never made love? That track. It reminded me of that. So I was just like, fuck with that track. I could get I could get by with this. The back creaking, we're gonna use that instrumental. We're giving creativity points on here. Texco Greens, Falling Back. Falling Back was pretty nice. Felt was soothing. Felt was soothing. But as the days and weeks continued to go on, I eventually being a Drake stand, it was like, all right, I'm bought in. I'm invested. This is an enjoyable album. It's fun. It's exciting. Nothing too serious. Something I, I believe I stated in the real. Right now, seeing as how we're approaching 10 minutes and the way I discussed that reel in 60, don't understand. Don't understand how I did it. But here we are today. Am I still listening to Honestly Nevermind? I still am. I still am. And my new favorite track is Flight's book, Something About It. Now, I was thinking about dropping a review for probably a string of these tracks, but I'm still... I still feel like I'm digesting it. I don't think I'm, you know, there's anything in any of these tracks that I haven't already. Like when I listen to it, it's like, wow, I didn't even catch that as far as the instrumentals or certain verses or the way it's like. It's just like, all right, I'm going to just keep seeing how far this energy goes. So then my question to y'all. You know, I got I to gotta ask y'all the question. I got to ask you the question. Has it grown for you? Like, if you're not, if you're not a fan of Drake, is, this is going to be a miss. I firmly believe if you weren't a fan of Drake and then you came listening, you, honestly, never mind, you're not going to vibe with it. So for, for y'all that ain't a fan, this is the cutoff point. For those of you that are a fan, coming from Drake, don't know if y'all mess with this genre, but from Drake doing it, has it gotten better or worse? Because that's another thing too. A lot of, a lot of the times when I listen to Drake, one thing that I noticed if it's too if it's from a when he's on another genre is that it's a bit more stripped back. The instrumentals aren't as lavish and flourish. For example, if we talk about dance hall, one dance. And that's I feel that's a good thing. I don't listen to dance hall in my own spare time. And the few artists that I have listened to, it, it was dope, but I enjoyed Drake simplifying it 
and stripping it back a bit. And I'm saying that here because for house music, for, you know, if the, the scene, if it gets, you know, any better than this or something, you know, from what I heard, from what I heard, and by heard is literally me asking one person who listens to house music or has experience, you know, it's a bit stripped back. But that's fine by me. Because if Drake's able to do his magic on it, it's all good. Anyhow, anyhow, that's going to be it for this episode. Now, I know it's been, I can't remember how long since I made a video about Kendrick. But best believe that's coming too. I haven't spoken about it. I know that first initial week with the hard part five drop, I was going haywire. And I just, I need my time with a Kendrick album. I just can't talk. I can. I can discuss it. I discussed it a bit. <clears throat> Anyhow, I'm losing my voice. I'm going to drink some water. I'm out of here. <laughs>